My name is Dr. Tony Fauci here at the National Institutes of Health. If you've recovered from COVID-19, your plasma has antibodies that may help others fight COVID. Please donate plasma now. You can literally save lives. There are thousands of locations across the country where you can donate. Find the site to donate your plasma at coronavirus.gov. You are listening to The Mayor's Report with Pauline Russo-Cutter, Mayor of the City of San Leandro. As a way to keep you informed, Mayor Cutter will provide updates and activities happening around town. And now, Mayor Cutter. Hello, and thank you for listening to The Mayor's Report. This brief audio digest of city updates and activities is another way for me to communicate to the nearly 90,000 residents I have the privilege of representing on behalf of the city and our city council. In this episode of the Mayor's Report, you will hear my conversation with Alameda County Public Health Officer Dr. Nicholas Moss on the latest COVID-19 vaccine news. So, welcome Dr. Moss. Uh, Good to be here, Mayor Cutter. Thank you for having me. Um, Dr. Moss, so for our listeners who may not be familiar with you, although I don't think there are many people in the county now who are not, um, but maybe you can take a moment and tell us a little bit about um, what your role is as a county officer and then about a little bit about yourself and what prompted you to get into the public sector. I am the uh, county health officer in every county in California and actually three city uh, local health jurisdictions as well, including Berkeley, uh, have a health officer, and it's a, a, a position created in state law, and, and it's you know my job to ensure the um, the health of of uh, county residents and to make sure that we are um, monitoring health conditions and responding appropriately locally. Um, and, and I, I will tell you, I have always um, uh, been interested in a career of service, and I, I moved into public health right after I uh, finished training. Um, I trained in infectious disease medicine, so it's, uh, it's very appropriate for COVID and, and for other uh, conditions of public health interest like HIV and tuberculosis. Um, and, uh, and so um, that's really uh, what brought me to the role I've been in this role since the middle of 2020, but I've been at the Alameda County Public Health Department in various roles since 2013. Okay. Well, it's our luck that you happen to decide to go that route and uh, and certainly our luck that you're working with us. So um, just starting out, what is the current status of the virus? Um, I hear reports that the virus is mutating into new strains and I know um, as soon as the public kind of calms down, then we get another notice and so forth. So what what is this current status? Well, uh, so the good news is that we are on the tail end of our winter surge. So the status in Alameda County is that um, case rates and the the, num- the number of um, infections we're seeing are are dropping. Uh, they've been dropping for several weeks now. We still have a lot of COVID around, Mayor, and uh, people need to keep doing all the things that we know work to limit the spread, face coverings, physical distancing, avoiding gatherings. Um, but it's a little bit better than it was a few weeks ago. Our hospitals are under a little bit less pressure. They're slowly getting people out. And they're not having to admit as many people. So that's really, really good news. Um, but it is true that um, 
we are at risk for future surges. The, the pandemic is not over. Um, there are many, most, most people have not been infected with this virus and are still susceptible. Very few people have been able to get vaccinated. And, um, and it is also true that the virus is changing a little bit. This is not unusual for viruses, happening a little faster with uh, COVID than we thought it would. But um, the, viruses, uh, the virus adapts, and part of that uh, has resulted in the concern that people have heard in the media about these virus variants. We've always had virus variants, but there's some concern that there are more transmissible ones right now and, and ones that, um, um, you know, that may be uh, uh, a little resistant to uh, some of our, our new vaccines. Um, but I, I, I caution everybody, this is very early information and we, we don't really know yet um, what's gonna happen with these locally here in Alameda County. Um, and so, um, so we're still learning and, and we hope that um, this isn't gonna change things in, in very big terms, but it's certainly a reason to continue being careful. Thank you, yeah, and I believe that people are paying attention. That's why we're getting, you know, all of the questions that we are, and it's it's a good thing because now people are paying attention and we'll take these mitigations if they can. Um, and so currently there are two uh, COVID-19 vaccines, one made by Pfizer and the other by Moderna. Um, is there any difference between the two or one is, you know, a better vaccine or stronger efficiency than the other? Um, tell us a little bit about that. Well, if you're somebody who's uh, getting vaccinated, uh, really doesn't matter who you are, there's no real difference from that perspective. Whatever one um, is available at your healthcare provider, you can feel confident that it's safe and effective. Um, if you wanna get down to the nitty gritty, uh, they are very similar vaccines. They are um, made the same way. Not all vaccines are created equal, but, but these are made in the same way. They're called RNA vaccines and they, uh, they don't have any virus in them. They can't give you COVID, but they have a little piece of the virus genetic code in them. And that, uh, it triggers an immune response uh, in a person who is vaccinated that can then prevent them from getting COVID disease. And so um, they both do that in the same way. And they both are very uh, effective or have been in the clinical trials and very safe. And so we are really using them interchangeably right now in terms of our vaccine uh, distribution programs. And um, you know, if, if you have the opportunity to get a, a vaccinated, uh, take what they offer because there isn't a real need to go with one or the other. Okay, that's reassuring. Thank you. Um, residents have questions about the vaccine distribution process, which has probably been what you've been thinking a lot about in the middle of the night. Um, and so the allocation process is quite fluid, and I know that there's various changes. Um, can you give us what the current thinking is? Yeah, so this has very much been uh, an evolving situation. And the most important thing for everyone to realize is we want to get vaccine out into Alameda County residents' arms, and we are working hard to do that as quickly as possible, but there just is not a lot of vaccine, and it's being spread out not just around the country, but around the world. And so, although the companies are making it as fast as they can, and the federal government is working hard to support that uh, process, you know, when it comes down to every single county and city across the country, the supply is, is not coming as fast as we would like. So people are going to need to be patient 
while this um, while this process unfolds. And then um, also in California, I think um, uh, we have really tried to create a system where we were getting vaccine to the most at risk people, but also into the most um, you know occupations where there's the greatest exposure. And then also making sure we're taking steps to distribute vaccine equitably to the communities that have been most impacted by COVID. Um, and um, there's a balance there between uh, making sure that those things get done and also just continuing to keep momentum, getting vaccine out as quick as possible. And that's resulted in some of the um, policy changes that people may have heard announced at the state level. Um, uh, but the bottom line is that in Alameda County, um, uh, you, if you are eligible, and right now that means um, uh, healthcare workers, most importantly, we really wanted to make sure all our healthcare workers got vaccinated. Um, and then uh, next week, starting next week, um, uh, it'll be everyone over age 65, as well as food and agriculture workers, emergency workers, and, and education workers. Um, uh, if you're in one of those groups, the first thing you can do is uh, reach out to your healthcare provider and see if they're scheduling visits. Now, right now, this is really going to be focused on older adults because even among those groups, that's really the most important population. Those are the people who are most uh, likely to have severe illness. And so, um, so all across the board, all across the state, those groups are really being prioritized. And healthcare providers that have vaccine are going to be working through their older adult populations, first 75 and over, then 65 and over. If you have health insurance, you have a, a, a regular clinic or healthcare provider you go to, please contact them, look on their website, see if they're scheduling appointments. Um, now, the other option, and again, we're really moving more to this uh, in the coming weeks, um, is uh, the county is um, uh, holding community uh, uh, vaccine sites where people who are eligible will be able to come and get vaccinated. Again, it's, it's uh, that there, there's uh, some occupational groups in there, but um, we're certainly prioritizing older adults. And the county um, um, uh, um, efforts are also going to really be focused on making sure that our most impacted communities, including some very uh, adjacent to San Leandro, um, are, have access to vaccine as soon as possible. Um, and then also, there are uh, just announced today that by the governor, um, there will be a, a, um, a mass uh, vaccine um, uh, center at the Oakland Coliseum. Um, and that's expected to start in mid-February. Again, it's going to serve all eligible people in this um, in this upcoming uh, eligible group. Um, and that's a joint effort by the state and the federal government um, in partnership with all the um, stakeholders at the Oakland Coliseum and, and the county as well. And we um, are really looking forward to that to, as yet another option for eligible folks to go and get vaccinated. Um, we are expecting to have other um, large um, uh, vaccine uh, distribution sites at the county fairgrounds and also at a site in North County um, uh, that the city of Berkeley is taking the lead on coordinating. Um, and, um, and as vaccine supply improves, we are hoping to bring more such uh, sites online. Again, uh, vaccine supply is short, so we want to make sure we have enough vaccine for these uh, various sites as we bring them online. 
Um, the, the good news about the, the governor's announcement about the Coliseum site is that's going to come with a separate allocation of vaccine from the federal government is our current understanding. So, so that means more vaccine coming into Alameda County for our residents. Great. And so um, one of it would be to one of my questions was about how people would be notified. But yeah. um, by signing up to these various sites, then uh, most most of this is by appointment because they want to monitor how many you know vaccines they have available on a certain day and you know kind of get the cars so not everybody's there at nine o'clock in the morning. So um, I'm assuming that once they get into the system, once they sign up, then um, that they'll be notified. Um, and just a personal uh, note, I did notice that um, you do need to give your name, address, date of birth, and then a phone number that you can be contacted at. And that's what people will be asked for, not citizenship, not any of those other questions, right? That's right, Mayor. And, and I want to say, I know people have been, it's been confusing so far, and there's been different sources of information. And, and we realize that and we are hearing from residents. So we need to do a better job providing some very clear um, information and tools for people to get signed up. And we're going to invest county resources. You know, not everybody is comfortable doing these things on the computer. So we need some phone options. We need multiple languages. We are we are well aware of these and, and we are working hard uh, day and night to try to get um, those options in place. But it's still actually very early in the process. Um, there is going to be a state um, sign-up system. It's been announced. And so that uh, is going to factor into things as well. And we'll, we'll have more to sh share on that in the coming weeks. Um, for now, people can and should sign up on the Alameda County Vaccines website. Um, and I can give you that um, that uh, webpage address to share with your um, with your residents, but uh, they can sign up to be alerted when uh, they are eligible and to receive notification about um, how to get appointments at county sites. Um, and then, uh, and, and, and as I said, we do expect more options and more appointments to become available at all of these different places over time. Yes, huge, huge lift, but um, you're chugging away at it. And then once we get to the top of that, I don't want to say it's downhill from there, but it, it will be much easier because then it's just really getting outreach to the people who need it to come in instead of people who want it to come in. You know what I mean? And so it'll be really a good day to see that. And I'm sure that that's what you guys are working for. And by the way, you can look at that information on our website because our San Leandro City website is connected with Alameda County since that is who the lead agency who's taking our um all of this into account. So a uh, quick question, senior living facilities have asked us as a, a city whether they're going to have like a mobile um, vaccine. So whether there will be mobile areas to go out and, and hit all of our senior homes, is that? Yeah, so uh, currently, first of all, there's a lot of seniors that live in um, skilled nursing facilities or nursing homes and memory care facilities, assisted living facilities. These are these types of uh, licensed uh, facilities are already being served through a um, what's called the Federal Pharmacy Partnership, where CVS and Walgreens actually set up vaccine clinics at each of those sites. That's ongoing. I think um, all of our 
um, nursing homes have had at least one uh, vaccine clinic already in Alameda County, which is great news. Um, but then there are facilities, they're not licensed facilities, but they're senior living communities where usually people are living independently. Um, and um, we have uh, been able, um, uh, for example, where those are connected to, um, to licensed facilities, nursing homes or memory care facilities where they're all kind of connected. Um, we have been able to um, help deliver vaccine or um, the pharmacy partnership, I think in some cases has delivered vaccine to those sites. And then we here in Alameda County have developed our own little small pharmacy partnerships with some local pharmacies to help fill in the gaps in this program. And so there is some of that happening, um, but it's not a, a, the all system-wide. So for seniors who are, who are able to, who are living independently, um, at, at one of these communities. Um, we do encourage them to reach out to their healthcare providers if they're able um, to see about getting vaccinated that way. And of course, um, our, our community pods, um, seniors are gonna be um, a priority group at those as well. But, um, but I, I, it is my hope that we're gonna be able to deploy more of these mobile resources for um, people who just, who, for whom it's a challenge getting out to, um, to, to these, uh, you know, these vaccination sites or, or to medical clinics um, and, and need to have vaccine brought to them. So we know this is an area that's gonna require some more work as we go forward. Okay, thank you. Um, as one of my questions was about updated information, but you just were giving an updated information. You give it, I believe, every Wednesday um, to, and people can join in from, um, you know, normal citizens, whoever wants information can join in as a listener. Um, but certainly they can come to our website, who is connected then to your uh, Alameda County COVID website, and that's updated information from both the state and the county. Um, so I guess the, the bright question here is, when do we return to normal? And what is normal? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I think normal means different things to different people. Um, but um, the bottom line is, uh, it's going to be some time before things look for, for you know, our ordinary, uh, for residents in their ordinary everyday lives, for, for them to look the way they did um, uh, before COVID. Uh, I think that people should prepare at least through 2021 for um, some degree of, uh, you know, face coverings, um, maybe uh, um, uh, some, some of the restrictions that we're still um, living with today for some of them to be in place um, throughout this year, uh, depending on how quickly we can get people vaccinated and depending on the impact of these you know, variant viruses that we're hearing about. Uh, and then I think even beyond that, people's, people's lives may start to get uh, better, but uh, many of us will be continuing to work on COVID and, and sort of address uh, um, residual issues, um, residual needs of our community members for, you know, for, for months, if not years after that. Um, but I do hope that, um, that maybe in late 2021, a lot of things will be easier. Um, and, um, you know, if I could predict the future, I would, I can't. So I, I just urge people to be flexible and, and, and hang in there. I appreciate what a difficult, difficult year it's been um, since this started. Okay, and so 
one one more quick question and it's probably not a quick answer but um so we are having this great rollout of vaccines and many people are getting vaccinated does this mean i go in i get my first shot my second shot and then i don't have to wear a mask i don't have to do social distance or any of that or you know i i believe that there's some caution there right yeah yeah, thank you for asking that question, Mayor. So right now, first of all, very few people have got vaccine. And um, you're right, it's, it takes, you got to get two shots, and then it's probably another 10 days or two weeks after that second shot before you reach full protection. But even when that happens, um, we don't know yet. We know that these vaccines prevent people from getting severe disease. Uh, very, They're very good at that. We don't know yet that they prevent people getting um, very, you know, asymptomatic infection that they could pass on to others. We think that's the case, but we're, we're still waiting for the data to come in. And uh, for that reason, even people who are vaccinated, we're, you, you really need to stay, stick with the face coverings and the physical distance, isolation and quarantine. Um, those are all going to remain part of our lives, even for vaccinated folks at least for the for the um, coming weeks and months until we just have more information about that aspect of the vaccines. Um, so, uh, you know, I think we it's great that we're getting people vaccinated. It's something like 150,000 vaccine doses already delivered to Alameda County residents, which is great news. But it's the same rules for the time being. Um, we're all looking forward to, to loosening them up, but we're not quite there yet. Okay, thank you. Well, I think we've, we're all in this together for sure. And we've been this far. So we need to just get over the hump, as we say. Um, so as we conclude, are there any final thoughts you want to um, give us or anything? Uh, just just that I'm enormously grateful for the sacrifices our residents have made and, and for their patience as we we put up with what has been uh, uh, many, many challenges this year um, and, and, and the frustrations, I think, with the vaccine rollout. But I want people to know it is actually moving forward. You, you heard me just say many, many thousands of people in Alameda County already vaccinated, and that number is rising every day. And so I think there is cause for optimism. Um, and, and, um, and lastly, I would just uh, say I'm grateful for the opportunity to speak with you, Mayor, and to you know, share this information with um, your listeners. Thank you. Um, and thank you, Dr. Moss. I know you're incredibly busy. So for you to take time out to do my mayor's report and even speak to the my, you know, fellow citizens in San Leandro um, is very much appreciated. And then I just want to say um, your contribution to our county. Um, you are up there with the health workers and the heroes of our of our day because you are working to keep us safe and we really appreciate it. So thank you for joining me. As you have heard, the county is the local agency for the COVID responses for all the cities in the county. My next mayor's report will focus on our city's responses by interviewing our interim city manager, Fran Robustelli, who will talk about our individual department's responses to the pandemic. If you have any questions or concerns, you can always write to the city or your council members, and you can reach them by visiting our website. So please remember, we're all in this together. So wash your hands, wear your mask, and please remember to social distance. Until next time, let us continue to make San Leandro a city of kindness for everyone to live, work, and enjoy. You've been listening to Mayor Pauline Russo-Cutter provide the Mayor's Report. 
If you have a comment or question about the City of San Leandro, please write to citycomments at sanleandro.org or call us at 510-577-3372. To learn more about the City of San Leandro, please visit sanleandro.org.